private vehicles like cars and motorbikes all run on fuel and contribute to greenhouse gas emissions that cause climate change and global warming. Swapping your car, motorbike, or even public transportation with a bicycle is one fun way to practice active transportation and curb climate change. In this episode, we catch up with cycling enthusiast Pepper Lim and learn how to incorporate cycling into our daily lives to enjoy the breeze and the view as we cycle, get fit along the way, and cut down on fuel consumption and save money. Pepper Lim has had a colorful career, from working in a church to owning an IT company during the dot-com bubble. Now, he's a teacher and a writer. He's the author of Cycling Fun and Easy and the STEM comic series Wilbur and Faraday. And he has a YouTube channel where he reads letters to his daughter. In his spare time, he thinks up wonderful projects to do. His latest harebrained idea is to cycle all the way from Malaysia to China. As soon as the COVID-19 pandemic is over, of course. Pepper, you promote active transportation via cycling. And cycling is, of course, not just green living, but it's also part of a healthy lifestyle. And you're a teacher and a STEM advocate. So in your opinion, how can science literacy and understanding about the environment, how does that help Malaysians to live more healthy lifestyles? Well, I can tell you that our local syllabus actually promotes green living and being environmentally conscious. Students learn uh, how to lower pollution from, I think, um, standard three onwards, you know, carpooling, uh, the effects of uh, pollution and uh, living a healthy lifestyle where you exercise and have a proper diet and etc. I think that when people know and understand the benefits of being green and living a healthy lifestyle, they would understand that they should do it. It's when they don't know the benefits or the downsides of not being healthy, you know, um, then they tend to not be healthy, if you understand what I'm, what I'm... So I think that people should learn how to live healthy lifestyles from a young age. I think the benefits are immense. So I'm really glad that students in Malaysia are taught these things uh, in primary school and they um, continue learning it all the way up to secondary school, actually. The weather in Malaysia. It's hot, it's humid, sometimes it rains. Our weather seems to be a really great reason or excuse not to do active transportation. What's your take on that, Pepper? Oh yes, the infamous Malaysian weather. Yes, our weather is really hot and it really discourages people from cycling to work. But um, if you cycle early enough, you can avoid the hot weather. I do know of cycling advocates and people who only uses the bicycle as their only means of transport. Um, they also face this problem, but they find ways to get around it. You know, it's just like buying a car and then complaining about traffic jams. And then you, after a while, you, you start to look for ways to get around the traffic jams. Either you 
you know, leave early uh, for, uh, for work to avoid the jams. And uh, a lot of people actually have their dinner outside so that when they start to make their way back home, the jams are already not as bad as when it's time to go home, you know, like between 5pm uh, and 6pm, you know that the jams are really terrible. But it starts to taper off around 6.30ish, 7 o'clock. And cycling also the same thing. Like, you know, if you want to cycle to work, then you will also find ways of uh, avoiding the hot weather. Now, I can give you an example of how you can start cycling to work. And that is, just cycle to work, don't cycle home. Or, don't cycle to work, but cycle home. So you only do one way. So whichever way is the easiest for you. So let's say maybe it is too hot for you to cycle to work, but it's great for you to cycle home because by the time it's like 5.30pm, it's not so hot to cycle home anymore. So it's terrific for cycling home. So what you can do is you can get a foldable bicycle. You can fold this bicycle and take it on the train and take the train to work and then cycle home. Uh, some people also prefer that, the cycling home part, because they feel that cycling to work, they have to rush to, to be on time, so they get all sweaty and whatnot. But we know when they're cycling home, if they're, if they're sweaty, it's okay because they're already going to be home and they can take their shower anyway. Also, if you cycle to work, you can actually tell your boss that you are cycling to work and ask your company to prepare some sort of uh, showering facilities. Lots of companies actually would like to support these sorts of activities because it kind of like makes their, their company look good. <laughs> so <laughs> this could also be a good chance for you to get your company to install a shower for you. So, you know, if, if you were to roll into the office at about 8.15, uh, that means that you would have started cycling at about maybe 7 o'clock, uh, depending on where you live, of course. Uh, so it takes about an hour for you to cycle to work, but at 7 o'clock, it's not very hot, it's quite cooling. But we know by the time you get to work, yes, you, you would be a bit sweaty. So what you do is you take your, your shower, have a quick rest, and then you can start work at 9 o'clock, let, let's say. Lah. Uh, so this is actually... Uh, ways to get around the Malaysian hot weather. So, if you don't like cycling in the hot weather, for goodness sakes, don't cycle in the hot weather. That's it. What kind of changes do you think we need in Malaysia, or even just in a city like Kuala Lumpur, to make it easier for people to adopt active transportation as a lifestyle? Kuala Lumpur could be more supportive of bicycles by just starting with bicycle lanes. They've already started bicycle lanes, but right now, the bicycle lanes that have cost them something like half a million ringgit to paint on the roads are now being taken over by cars. If you ever cycle on the cycling lane, you will see that cars are parked on the cycling lanes, which means that all cyclists will have to veer off the cycling lane into the traffic so that they can overtake all the parked cars at the side of the roads. I think that this is also lack of enforcement and uh, selfish drivers obviously who just, you know, I well, I don't have anywhere else to wait for someone so I'm just going to park right here. What's the cyclist going to do? Bang my car and fall down? You know, I think some, some drivers do have this kind of mentality. So I would like to see law enforcement officers enforcing 
the law because if you don't enforce the law and you have the law it's just ridiculous you know the, the, no one no one's going to worry about breaking the law since they never get fined no action is taken against them so what you know so what was the point of having a cycling lane when nobody actually uses it and the KL also has a once a month well they used to have a once a month car free morning where you can actually go to uh, ride around Kuala Lumpur town between 7am and 9am because the city council will just close all the major roads in KL for you to just either cycle or run or skateboard or roller skate or rollerblade. It's really fun. I think that these kinds of activities promote cycling and I would really love to see other cities in uh, around Malaysia doing the same thing too. Pepper. Tell us now, what are you doing to encourage a more active transportation lifestyle? Tell us about your book, Cycling Fun and Easy. I wrote my book because Popular Bookshop noticed that there was a trend in cycling. Malaysians were starting to take up cycling and that's great. But a lot of people who wanted to start cycling did not know how to start cycling. So what I wanted to do was to write a book that helped everybody start cycling even if you are a person who never thought of cycling if you picked up my book i think it would encourage you to start cycling i think cycling is a really fun activity i've never seen a person sad when they are cycling i used to think that walking was great but until i started cycling uh, i can give you an example you know how penang has all these graffitis painted on the sides of buildings well i took my bicycle to visit all the graffitis but there were a lot of tourists who were walking around looking for these graffitis so i finished looking at all the graffitis and taking photos of all the graffitis before all the tourists actually got there the first uh, few graffitis yeah i had to line up to take photos with the uh, uh, with the other tourists because you know everybody want, wants to have no one else in their photos so all the tourists were really good they, they, they actually lined up to take photos with the famous graffitis but after the i think the second or the third one i because i got there before everybody else so i took my time i i had the graffiti all to myself and i could find graffitis which other people could not find because i was on the bicycle i could go down lanes even if it was the wrong lane because just cycling down 100 meters and cycling back took me less than a minute but if you were to walk that 100 meters and walk back again that took some time and then you know if 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 it was the wrong lane or you, you, you start to get frustrated. But me on the bicycle, I, it, it, it never crossed my mind to be stressed out. Like, I can't find the graffiti. No, it's okay. I'm on a bicycle. I re I'm really enjoying myself. I'm really enjoying this ride, you know. <laughs> so, yes, if you want to start cycling or you're thinking of cycling, you're wondering what bicycle to buy, you can pick up my book. It's called Cycling Fun and Easy and it's available at popular bookstores. Thank you for listening to our episode on Active Transportation with Pepper Lim. Here is a quick recap of this episode's bite-sized climate actions. If you don't feel like cycling in the hot sun, don't. You can always cycle when it's cooler in the evenings or in the mornings. Get a foldable bicycle so you can bring it with you whenever you need to use public transportation. 
A great way to start the cycling habit is by cycling for fun, doing it the bite-sized way. For more simple actions you can take for a cooler planet, check out the Bite Size Climate Action website and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Bite Size Climate Action is developed by University Malaya and University of Nottingham, Malaysia, in collaboration with the British High Commission in Kuala Lumpur, supported by Econites. <laughs>